Hello and welcome back to the Tizzy Wire podcast, episode five. I'm so happy to be back, especially after that amazing interview that we had with Kevin Montanaro or Dante, if you haven't heard the story yet. Oh, it was so fantastic to finally talk to a my first artist on this podcast. And we covered so many awesome things. So if you haven't listened to that, I do apologize for the audio quality. First of all, the audio quality is mostly due to the fact I had to record via a webcam. Again, I am very new to this whole process. So it was mostly due to the fact that the Skype app I was using to interview him with, um, couldn't work with my mic and we were already ready to go. So we just had to wing it and let it fly. So I'm hoping in the future that the audio quality is a little better, but the conversation quality is fantastic. So please listen in and let me know what your thoughts are, because I'm really hoping that the next interview with a new artist is going to be coming up soon. I was hoping it was going to be for episode five, but Scheduling is a little tricky, I'm finding. You know, everybody has a life, <laughs> which is good because that's the whole point of this podcast. People are out there finding their muse, finding their passions, but also have day jobs. So I'm going to have the next artist interview soon. It's just about lining up podcasts uh, and timing and making sure everybody is available at certain times. So I'm not even sure who it's going to be next. It's really who I can fit in first. But anyway, thank you for coming back today. And today it's going to be more of a thought process muse again, as far as my brain goes. And as I've been talking to Dante in this last episode, I, it got me thinking a lot about change and evolution and how we as people and also as artists, I mean, in every part of our life, really, we are constantly changing. We are constantly evolving. We constantly seek growth. And I don't see why any one part of us, any one piece of us, whether it's our job or our being maybe our relationship or maybe our our just general artist vibe or the music we listen to or anything why that would ever stay stagnant and in my conversation with him he had talked a lot about how his artwork had changed over time and i think that that is hard for a lot of us with our art especially because it always is representative of who we are. And if any of us have ever monetized that in the past um, and people have liked what we've done in the past, um, it can be really hard to change. And if you're brand new at something, maybe you've never dabbled in your art before, it can be really hard to get into something brand new and feel like a complete idiot in the process. <laughs> because I know I feel that way sometimes as I'm doing this. <laughs> I know I felt that way as I was trying to work on the audio levels <laughs> for that last podcast. But for art, I mean, it is only natural that our brains would change over time. And 
that the expression of what we have to present to the world, what we have to offer to that world would change. But it can be incredibly scary. It can be incredibly scary to show what lies beneath. Maybe what other people don't see. If you've never shown your art to the world, it can be kind of vulnerable experience to show. And maybe you don't have the training that other artists have or the years of of being in in gallery openings. Maybe you've never shown your work in a gallery. Maybe you don't even know how to pitch it to a gallery. Maybe you've never taken that next step and you've got in your mind, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? I know I've thought that in my mind as I've moved forward because especially with my studio art, because I was never trained. My last art class that I ever took, well, my my last like studio, like painting artist class, the last one I ever took, I was 12 years old. That was my last one, 12. And I, it was a watercolor class and it was really life-changing for me because I love watercolor. I've always loved watercolor, and it's the only paint that I know how to use. I do not know how to use oil paints. I found that out many, many years ago when I totally screwed that up in my first dabbling of oil painting. No idea how to use oil painting. Um, never done acrylic. Never done any number of different art forms. I'm very virgin to all of that. And... Sometimes it's been very intimidating for me to show what I do, not even having basic training in perspective or color or anything of that nature. Whatever I draw, whatever I create is just whatever I learned in middle school and that one painting class that I took. Now, I did take a class in jewelry making a few years ago, but that was something completely different. I'd never made I had never, it was like making a cuff. I had to make a cuff that would go around your arm and it was uh, done by an artist who I really, really respect. Um, her name is Carrie Bilbo and she does the most magnificent jewelry that I've ever seen. It's like my absolute favorite work. And I was so excited when she was offering this and I got to make a cuff and it took six hours. I met some really nice people. And I actually sent it away to get plated because she offered that if you paid a little extra and then she would mail it to you afterward. And I had it painted in gunmetal because I thought that'd be really awesome. And because I lived in Jersey City, somebody stole it off my porch before I could even see the final product. And I was so defeated after that. <laughs> and then I never really made anything again. And I'm a little, I'm a little bummed out about that. I probably should have tried again. Or gone over there and done another class and tried again. But I digress. I think that it is common to have the feeling in your mind of who do you think that you are. When presenting yourself and doing something new, especially in art, but really in anything. Showing yourself to the world as a new version of yourself. Whether it's your style, whether it's... It's what you want to express, whether it's it's just a part of you that you've kept hidden away from the world and have never shown. And maybe you don't have the best support group around you, 
or maybe you don't even have a support group. But I think it's important that you still take those steps and don't really worry about who you think you are because you can be whoever you want to be. I mean, one of the reasons why I created Tizzy Wire was because I didn't fit into any one bucket. And I've had some people say, all right, what is up with this Tizzy Wire thing? Because it does not make any sense to me. Why did you name this Tizzy Wire? And I know I talked about that in the very beginning of this podcast series. But I'm just going to recap a little bit. The reason why I created it and named it Tizzy Wire was because I didn't know what I was making when I first started this whole podcast. I didn't know what it was going to be. I knew I needed to make something. I knew I had something inside of me that I needed to express that I couldn't find anywhere in my external environment. I was looking everywhere for it, looking for a place of inspiration, looking for a place that captured the perfect elements of what I wanted to be, how I wanted to see myself. I just needed to see it in color, live and in color. You know what I mean? And it didn't exist. And I wanted it to be about being multifaceted, about having different interests and different styles and different flavors about what I want to do, whether it's different kinds of art or different different inspirations in art, just a general vibe I was looking for. And I wanted it to be mine and I wanted to be able to control it. And I didn't want it to be based on anybody else's channel. And that's when I realized I needed to create a website. I needed it to be mine. I needed to own the channel because I didn't, I wanted to be the sole distributor of my own voice and my own work. I didn't want to rely on anybody else. And I didn't know what that meant. So I just started creating it. So the whole vibe of the Tizzy Wire website that you've seen, if you've been to the website, that was all created with a completely open book as to what it was going to be about. And what I found as I started writing, as I started digging, as I started talking, is that what I wanted it to be was about art, music, and just creative thought. Creative thought. I know I use the word art, but I I use that to be across all different kinds of mediums of art, of what I consider art, because it all is. It really all is. And I've had a few people that I've talked to that they're not entirely sure if they fit within the bucket of what constitutes art. And I disagree. I disagree. I think that if you're making something with your hands, especially, there's blood, sweat, and tears in that. There is your truth. There is who you want to, what you want to make and, and your eyes for beauty and your eye for the line and your eye for color and, and, and the elements and texture, what you're putting into that really matters and where, where you find the inspiration and where you find the time and how you, you have monetized it. If you have monetized it, or how you are showing it to the world or bringing it to the world. I mean, that is stuff to know for anybody. So if you're creating something that you think is a little bit more utilitarian, like furniture, you can't tell me that that's not art. Because most people use that as artistic focal points in their homes. 
And it creates an ambiance in the homes. And the ambiance is what creates a sense of peace, a sense of identity for a person. And why is that any different from art? I don't think it is, especially if you've put your time and your thought process into it. So I think that nobody should completely make themselves feel like that they don't belong in any one bucket, even if it doesn't seem immediately obvious. And that's what I want to do with Tizzy Wire, is that I didn't feel like I fit in the bucket. So I wanted to create a place where those of us who didn't fit in buckets fit, <laughs> essentially. Because this isn't, I didn't want Tizzy Wire to be a place where people would worry about that kind of thing. I am going to be talking to you guys if I feel like you're creating art. And I feel like most of you guys are in one way or another. So in summary, my homework for you, if you are in the boat of feeling like you are questioning your, your path or if you're, you're feeling hungry for growth, but you're not entirely sure if you have the courage to jump in there and do it, I kind of suggest the following analogy. I mean, pretend that you are at a water park and you are about to go down the biggest water slide of your life. You know it's safe, but you're still afraid of the fall. I mean, I'm afraid of, I don't really like roller coasters, so maybe this doesn't work for all of you. So pretend you're jumping out of a plane if you need a little up the ante there. <laughs> um, because you, it, it's like you have noise around you you're, you're in your head, you feel the pressure building, and you want to leave the park, like the water park, if you're using that analogy, you want to leave the park feeling good, and good about yourself, and good about the day, and really the only way that you walk away feeling that way is by going down the slide, and I think that that translates to your first sculpture, or fashion design, or novel you wanted to do, or maybe transitioning to a different style of art that you are kind of already in, kind of like how Kevin was talking about changing the style that he was working in from something that was harder and edgier to something softer and really putting himself out there more and selling his work more. I mean, that that counts too, because you're putting yourself out there. You're you're making yourself vulnerable, you're meeting new people, you're having to present your work as something that is marketable. You have to believe in it, you have to sell it, and you have to make the other person believe in it too. And you have to be relentless, and you have to keep chipping away at it day in and day out. I mean, maybe you never ever used to do X, and maybe you never identified yourself that way whatever it is that you're doing. But that doesn't mean that that doesn't change. I know I felt that way. I have changed so much in my lifetime. And I know I've got a hell of a lot more lifetime left of me. Am I going to just sit down and just say that my mid-30s, eh, we're kind of done. We're kind of done changing. We're kind of done growing. That's not how it works. The world grows and changes around you, whether or not you grow with it. And your art should be no different. You're going to move places, you're going to change jobs, you're going to meet new people, 
you're going, whether for good or for bad, that's the beauty of art is that you can make something good out of any of it. Just express it, throw it down onto something, put all the demons and all the darkness. If you're in a bad place somewhere and freaking sell it, <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, that is the best antidepressant that's out there is creative thinking and creative thought and creative development and and expression and seeing that final product in front of you. And then once you have it, why not go out and share it with the world? You know, but you've got to go down that slide. You've got to go down that slide. And I tell that self, that that's something that I tell myself every day is going down that slide. And every time I release a new episode of this podcast, I'm going down that slide. And every time I screw this thing up, <laughs> but you know what? Every time I go down the slide, it's a little less scary. And every time I go down that slide, I, I feel like I get a little better at this and I get a little bit better at talking to people, at talking to you guys and at thinking about how this could evolve in the future. I see so much potential here and I'm just, I don't even know what else to say. I'm just so excited. I'm so excited and I'm so excited to share the next chapter of Tizzy Wire with you guys. So if you are out there working on your art or whatever you consider to be art and you want to share that with me, I, I'm filling up my schedule right now. I want to start having you guys share your stories with me so I can become inspired, so you can inspire other people. And we can all learn from each other because it's a scary world out there. But I don't think it's as scary as what we make it out to be in our heads. I really don't. I think our heads make it a lot scarier than it needs to be. So that's my homework for you. Go down your water slide. Summer. <laughs> Summer. Water slide analogy works. Sorry. <laughs> I don't care if you like them. They don't scare you. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for listening to me so much. And I will be back next week. And hopefully we will have an interview. If not, you'll be talking to me. You can always rely on me. I am full of thoughts <laughs> to share with you guys. Anyway, I will talk to you soon. And as always, take care, y'all. You have been listening to the Tizzy Wire podcast. New episodes coming out weekly. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing at Tizzy Wire, you can find us at tizzywire.com. You can also reach out to us on social media via Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at all of the handles at TizzyWire. You can also contact us directly via email if you'd like to be interviewed on the show. Our email address is tizzywire at gmail.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope you tune in next week.